BOR selling, is it the right thing for you or not? In today's episode of The Preeminent Producer, we are going to be diving into the vault of a uh, six-hour training that we did uh, in 2020 with our coach, Rick Gregson. Now, we're not obviously going to be playing all six hours. What I've done is we've taken some chunks out of the very first hour of this six-hour training to really kind of give you an idea of what BOR selling is, why you should consider doing it, and how it has effectively worked for Rick to not only build a very large book of business, but also a successful agency that was recently sold. So that is where we're going in this episode of Preeminent Producer. Are you a commercial insurance producer struggling to stand out from the competition? Do you find it challenging to grow your book of business and create a fulfilling career? If so, then welcome to the Preeminent Producer Podcast. Each week, we'll be tackling important topics, sharing proven strategies and insights from successful producers that are in the trenches and have traveled the journey to becoming a preeminent producer. You'll discover what it really takes to become preeminent and build your book of business in a way that isn't being taught anywhere else. Our hosts are experts in the field and have built thriving businesses by becoming the most trusted advisor to their clients. Welcome to your journey to becoming a preeminent producer. Let's dive in. The the philosophy behind BOR is telling that there are two independent choices, the right insurance broker, me, and the right insurance company. So Greg over here may be quoting on your account and he may be the lucky shopper. He just may go to an insurance market that's cheaper than what I'm using and he becomes your broker. What's he going to do for you the next 364 days? And the answer is we don't know for sure. So we look at these almost like an RFP each time that we we sit down in front of a a, a prospect and say, Forget the insurance marketplace for a minute. Let's talk about what we can do for you and what's going to be our point of differentiation. There has to be a big point of differentiation. Your slide with the elephant and the zebra elephant is exactly what's needed. I mean, we have to have that. We, you just can't walk in and say, I'm better. You've got to be able to prove, document what your point of differentiation is. Most people don't have that. And this becomes a little bit of a plug for business. Sure, you folks out there, you have this. You have something that sets you apart. Nobody else in your neighborhood has this. Your competitors don't have it. So that's very important. So we have to pick the right broker. That's proved through what we can do for them and then the right insurance carrier. Jerry, we talk about one of the other thing that's really important and, and we'll develop this probably a little bit later is how we market. Why is it important for, for me to be your broker? Why is it important for you to choose one insurance broker and not just send it out and let everybody quote? The answer is that because I'm going to do a real market scout. I'm going to market those insurance carriers that we've identified that are good for you, that know your kind of business. I'm going to get quotes from those insurance carriers. I'm going to consolidate those and I'm going to come back and make a presentation to you. And that presentation becomes really important because I'm going to be able to tell you why you don't want the cheapest insurance company possibly. Maybe you do. But let's suppose we've got five carriers that on those, we've now been appointed as your your broker. We're not not quoting against anybody else because of what we can do. You've said, yeah, we want you to market our account. We're going to show you warts and all why you may or may, why you may want the highest carrier, why you may want the lowest carrier. We're going to be able to say, since we're in control of this, you know, Insurance company X here is not going to be able to issue the certificates of insurance you want. 
there's not they're not strong in the construction industry for the primary excess non-contributory all of those things that you have to have greg sorry greg coming from the outside since he's quoting against several other people may know that but is he really going to tell you that no we are we're going to say jerry you you want the middle insurance company those kind of things so it really is so much more of a consultative relationship than it is a sales relationship on my book of business my team hardly knows how to market a renewal we don't market renewals i would say 95 percent of the time our renewals are over and put to bed 60 days prior to renewal and and if you want i'll, I'll kind of tell you how i do that yeah okay that's where market scout comes into play and i think they've got that in the, in their information they'll see a little bit later the conversation kind of goes like this it's jerry you know we, we're going to sit here today you and i are going to create mm -hmm. the strategy for the renewal of your insurance program and we're about 90 days out so we're going to talk about some things we're going to talk about how do you like your current insurance company? And I'm going to ask you some questions. How do you like their invoicing? You probably don't know because you don't mess with the invoice. You've got a great big company. Have you had any claims, any experience with loss control, any of those kind of things that insurance companies do? Have you, have you had any problems with certificates of insurance? Now, I pretty much know these answers, but I want you to say, no, no, things are, things are going really well with travelers. I really like them. We're going to go, okay, that's fine. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the insurance marketplace, but before we do that, we're going to talk about a strategy that says, Jerry, you know, my goal really here is to leave you with the same insurance carrier for as long as I possibly can. It's sort of like you're making deposits to that insurance company. And, and over five or six years, you may have given them a million dollars, a million five. If you have a $500,000 loss, guess what? They're still on the positive side of the, the equation here. If I move you to Hartford, after I've had you for travelers for five years, you have that $500,000 loss in that first year, we're in trouble. We got a real problem. Yeah, and note how this concept is different than what many producers actually set up in, the, uh, in a relationship. It's we're always going to get you the lowest quote. Yeah, we don't care about the lowest quote. We care about the best quote and the best service for you. So the next thing we're going to do is talk about market conditions. We're going to say, Jerry, right now it's kind of a wild market. You're fortunate. You've got good loss experience. You're, and, and we're going to review the loss experience that we've had in this meeting, but we're, we're trying to go a little quicker here. So you're fortunate. What we're seeing in the marketplace, Jerry, is renewals that run about 5 to 9% over the expiring. The reason for that, all the natural disasters we've had, fires, as you know very well, all of these things. And the client will go, yeah, yeah, I know that. COVID has made changes too. Then it comes, well, Jerry, you, it sounds like you like your insurance company. And if, if I was able to go to them and get a commitment from them that they would renew your insurance at, let's say, 5% or less, it sounds like something you want to do. You'd want to stay with that same insurance company. So if I can do that, are you committing to renew with the travelers again this year? And he's going to say yes or we have a problem now he may not say yes and if he says yes there's there's we go one way if he says you know i really want you to shop the account and we're going to tell him the negative side of shopping the accounts well you folks probably know if we shop shop you to the hartford this year and next year and they don't get it and they don't get it at some point we burn that market out and they're not going to quote so we're going to start narrowing the field here so we're going to try to do that but if jerry says nope I want you to market the account, then guess what we do? We market the account. Right. We're not foolish. 
But in 95% of the time, because they, they said, we like our carrier, and yeah, we understand the rate increases. So that 5% should work. Now, I've already gone to Travelers and contacted my, my underwriter before the meeting and saying, hey, what do you, what's your renewal strategy? Well, we don't have it quoted yet. I don't care about that. I don't want a number. I want a percent. What do you guys want from this renewal this year? You don't have to tell me today, but you need to tell me in a week. So I go out. So I, our underwriters I, much, must love this. They do love this. So I already know I can do the 5%. Because if she said, I have to have six, then I'm going to say, well, you know, if I can do six or, or below. And, um, but we do try to hammer them down. We don't try, we try to get the best thing we can for so our Let's client. review that again. So sure. what Rick's doing is he's setting the expectation with the buyer. Yes. At, in, in this example, you've, you state first and truthfully where the market's at. Absolutely. Okay. So you said eight, I think it was eight to nine or six to 9% increase. Yeah. If I can get you below 6%, are you good? Right. Okay, now when you go to the underwriter, you give them the same marching orders, not six to nine, six or below. So, right? yeah, the conversation is, say, Jerry, underwriter, um, you know, I know we can, you don't want me to put this on the marketplace, Jerry. It's, it's right. a really good account. It's been with you for five years. You don't want to lose it. I don't want to move it. The client wants to stay with you, but here's what it's going to take. I need for you to be under 6% for us to renew this account with you. If you're going to do that, it's a, it's a done deal. Now, you don't sit there with Jerry and say, okay, hey, I know I can get, but you don't do that. You go do your work. You say, Jerry, it's going to take me probably about a week or 10 days to get this commitment from the travelers. Right. So I will call you back and let you know how this goes. But right. uh, so I just want to let, again, if, if they can do uh, five or below, we're going to go ahead and renew with travelers. Is that right? One of the things we talked a little bit about uh, and the basic concept of broker of record selling for, let's say, new business uh, is you mentioned a highly qualified full pipeline. Yeah, we have to have full. Everybody has to have a full pipeline of prospects, prospects, suspects, those kind of suspect is somebody. We, it's a wish right. prospect is somebody who knows us. We know them. They know what we do. And they are true prospects. We have a, we've talked with them before. You've got to have, and you've got to do your homework. Uh, around here, we try to have 20 active pipeline prospects at all time. You don't have to have 20. You could have 15. Sometimes you're going to have 25. And, and different producers are going to have different. Exactly. And you're going to throw some in, throw some out. And, and, but you're going to, you need to do your homework on these people. You need to build a dossier on who they are. You need to know more about them than their current broker does. So you need all of this to really say these are highly qualified folks. And then when you have conversations with them, you need to have upfront honest conversations about what their relationship is with their current insurance broker. He's my brother-in-law. Well, can I quote anyway? No, you can't. Or yeah, you can, I guess. You're going to be wasting your time. I say this all the time, and I've, I've stolen this, and I've been in the insurance industry for a long time, and I've, I've stolen everything from every, every coach that I can possibly think of, you, you included, that we try to use around here. Is the best day to lose the sale is the first day. Right. I don't want to have our agency assets tied up in, a, in an account that's just going to use us. I don't want to waste my time in somebody who's just looking to keep their broker honest. So that's a very, very important thing. BOR selling requires a full pipeline. Heck, any selling requires, even if you're not going to use BOR selling. If you don't come away with anything else, you're fooling yourself if you'll ever be successful in this industry without a real, true full pipeline. 
A full pipeline lets you lose the sale in the first day. It gives you walk away power. Right. You have the ability to say, well, Jerry, I don't think we're right for you. I've had situations where this don't hear, would you quote on our insurance? And, and they push this thing over to me and I got, I don't quote, oh, come on, we really like you. It sounds like, would you, right. would you please? And you find it and you have to get up and you leave. You don't storm out. You just say, listen, I don't think you understand. We, we just don't quote. It's not in your best interest. It's not in our best interest. If that, if your situation ever changes or you want me to review the quotes that come in for you, let me know. We're happy to help you, but good luck to you. Also, by the way, your pipeline needs to be filled with people who are large enough to support your annual goal. So you need to know what your goal is. Uh, you need to uh, you need to know what it would take to hit that goal. We talk about it here. If I can remember uh, my buddy's four things, you know, we're in a wonderful industry because we have renewable revenue. Right. We get recurring income. Uh, we can pick and choose the people that we do business with. We can give ourselves a raise at any time, and we earn the right to set our own schedules. And let me, for you newbies, we earn the right to set your own schedules. So that's important. And the other great concept here that uh, Rick talks a lot about, and and it, it's a, it's a business year concept as well, is that. When you think of yourself as your, your own business owner, even, even, even a producer, you are the owner of That's your right. book of business. You, those are your relationships. That's right. And uh, so one of the things we, we need to look there is if I act as an insurance broker, mm-hmm. okay, I may be automatically set up to, to psychologically be on the other side of the table of that prospect. But when I set myself up as a business owner. Right. What happens? It's a different conversation. It's a bead that it is a true business owner to business owner conversation. It's as simple as using terms as in my agency. Don't don't say in the agency where I work. Don't say, um, gee, at, at our agency, take ownership of it. In my agency, this is what we do. You are president of me incorporated. You are the president of your book of business within that agency. So talk business owner to business owner. Right. Well, yeah, we're going to get into a little bit later what I do and what I don't do. Right. I'm really good at selling. I'm really, I stink at service. I'm just awful at it. Most of you producers out there are, or if you're not, you should be. You shouldn't be hiding behind service. Agency principals, sales managers that might be on this call, young producers typically want to be busy. And if they're not out doing those rainmaker activities, many times they'll hide behind service right. to keep them busy. They'll involve in a claim and in, in uh, a certificate of insurance. They may be involved in auto changes or those kind of things that I don't even know how to do. We've, we've, we've designated when I write your new account, I'm going to say, Jerry, I've assigned D. Alpson to be your service agent. She is licensed. She's been with the agency for 20 years. She is professional designations because I'm out in the community doing all these kind of things. D is going to be, and I'll bring D out so mm-hmm. he can meet D. Um, but so I don't do any of those things. They don't call me and they say, Oh my God, then what happens? I see my clients religiously every quarter. I go have a meeting with them that has an agenda, right? The agenda is we review uh, claims that have happened. We review the audit exposure. So uh, review payroll, review sales, review any problems that are happening. What's going on in your industry? What's going on in mine? We run through a coverage checklist really quick to make sure that you haven't eliminated something that you forgot to tell us or added something. So we do all that on a quarterly basis. If I see you for a beer, it doesn't count. 
I see you for a cup of coffee. It, if we play golf, it doesn't count. It's got to be a face-to-face meeting or now with it has a real agenda. It has a real agenda. It, we can go, hey, how about them Wildcats? How are they doing? But it, then it, it, it gets into when we first started doing that, Jerry, I was scared to death. Thinking all they all they think I'm here to do is, is sell insurance. It's almost you almost never walk away without learning something. Right. Right. And, and we talk about your business, what's going on in your industry. I want them to know what's going on in our industry, rates, those kind so of things. So for existing business operative phrase there, you almost never walk away without learning something. That's right. And in new business, this is in the expectation meeting. So what you're really sharing with them in a new business is this is the approach we take. This is what we do. So I'm asking you these questions to get a kind of a level set of where where your company is and yeah. what you want to do. Do we, if we have enough time, the first, my first account that I landed was um, a, a construction account, okay. which was probably 30 days prior to renewal. Okay. Um, this, this, and sometimes doesn't work well in construction because right. we live by the bid. So do right. you, we live and die by the bid. They had already contacted four national brokers. Every market was taken. Right. The guy said, well, if you want to come down and talk to us, fine. I went down, talked to them, invited them here so we could make a presentation with all of our staff because the service is going to be way more than just me. Uh, we did a presentation to them here. He said, oh, my God, I, I really was not prepared for this. I'm leaving for Hawaii tomorrow. Uh, I'll call you. Okay. Okay. Um, from Hawaii, I get a call. Hi, Rick. It's Steve. Hi, Steve. How are you? Good. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I want you to be our broker. Wow. Wonderful, Steve. Great. Thanks. I'm looking forward to your return. We'll get things buttoned up. So I run down the hall to the woman that does the marketing. Guess what? We're going to write the construction company. And she goes, what company? We don't have a company. We don't have anything. But what sold them is a year in the life of being one of our clients. The quarterly meetings, the market scout on renewal, the services we're going to provide, the team approach that we're going to use to support you, the idea that we have all these things in place that you need. And, and ladies and gentlemen, that started it. I mean, you, you have to take that leap of faith, and, and that was ours, and it worked. And from then, I've never looked back. Great. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope we got a lot out of that. If you would like even more of that and would like to even access the entirety of that full training, about six hours worth of BOR selling that Rick did, uh, this is something we're actually offering for free as a free bonus for those that sign up and become uh, members inside of our preeminent producer coaching program. So if you'd like more information on how you can get that for free, as well as the entirety of the coaching program where you can be coached by Rick as well as the others, this is going to be for you. Check us out at thepreeminentproducer.com and you'll get access to the full BOR selling as well as the entire coaching program. All right, guys, look forward to seeing you on the inside of The Preeminent Producer and we'll see you next time on The Preeminent Producer Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of The Preeminent Producer Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Preeminent Producer Podcast.